Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Goddess Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. (sighs) I'm pretty sure if you follow me from Twitter, you know their name, Queen Oracle. I love them so, so much. I'm so honored that they wanted to even do this podcast with me. And, you know, we're going to talk about a lot of things in this podcast i hope that it's entertaining and that you learned something please do give them a follow you know and you know tell them you know just say hey to them for me (laughs) all right enjoy goddess how are you doing today i'm doing great or tonight <laughs> well yo actually i lied i'm not doing that great but i'm i'm, yeah. I'm okay you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah especially in light of of chadwick boseman it's so heartbreaking it really is and yeah. go ahead and like invite uh wow <laughs> go ahead and introduce yourself Hello, everyone. So I'm Queen Oracle. I'm a psychic. I am a medium. Um, I channel messages. Also do um, do readings as well. So um, you can check me out at Queen Oracle, and you know, just drop on by and say hi. See, you know, what messages I have for you. <laughs> yes, please do because he is amazing. She's amazing. They are amazing. <laughs> yes, amazing. All of them. I love it. <laughs> I love them. So please do go ahead and check them out. Okay? Yes, I love the guy. She's one of my favorites on Twitter. Thank you for sharing us with your light and just your wisdom. We love it. Oh, you can make me cry again. <laughs> okay, so let's go ahead and give like a moment of silence for Chadwick. That was heavy. <laughs> yeah, it really was. But we're here to bring some a little bit of light to the situation, you know? Yes. So on today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to use your sacral and solar plexus chakras and energy in order to manifest things in your life and more ways on how to manifest things into your life. Yes, yes, yes. I love this because <laughs> literally, like, your lower chakras is like so important when it comes to stuff like this. When it comes to manifesting and being in alignment with the things you want to manifest. Mm-hmm. Okay, so how do you do it? Because I haven't really mastered that yet. Honestly, it literally within this past year, I like really started to learn more about it as I was like doing my shadow work and discovering um, feelings of feeling just like inadequate or feeling like I, I can't do this or I'm not ready for that. And, you know, just like, you know, sometimes it's like the little like moments when we just have that self doubt in ourselves. So I've learned that when I've 
taken a year to heal like my root chakra and my solar plexus and my sacral and what I a lot of that power of being able to be in alignment with the things that are um, destined for you or the things that you would just simply want to manifest it can be so small it's like I want to manifest um breakfast at like Jones Donuts tomorrow <laughs> mm-hmm. like something <laughs> yes <laughs> and like oh my gosh for instance like I've been noticing lately but like it'd be like little things that I want to manifest that like mm-hmm. and I don't think about doing it it'll manifest like oh my god I want french fries and they'll like pop up and I get french fries out of nowhere wow, but it's just, that's powerful <laughs> oh my it's exciting <laughs> <laughs> but it's so beautiful when you're able to be in your power because that's all the sacral and the solar plexus is your solar plexus really talks about i am i am strong i am this the things that you say about you that um ground you into that energy it's your place of knowing your oneself and being in that power your sacral chakra is really a lot of times it's like connected to like um a lot of people say it's very similar to solar plexus but the sacral is like really connected to like um being able to like uh assert yourself being like sensual energy and stuff of that nature that real primal energy that a lot of times we shame ourselves for this primal energy yep and it's like we have to when you're manifesting things especially i'll know like in my spell works a lot of times even if i'm just doing healing spell works i call upon a lot of that energy of a lot of people say like sex magic like stuff like we did a podcast on that that was yeah yes yes oh my gosh that's great so like um i've in my own practice and stuff a lot of times when i'm doing like um spell work i actually experiment with this one quite a few times is where um instead of like the actual sex uh, the act of sex um it's really when you're channeling the energy of sex and you're able to put that upon whatever you're calling into you or whatever you're trying to manifest. For instance, I was doing a healing spell and I channeled mm-hmm. that energy to be able to um, heal myself. Um, and it's very powerful um, to say the least. I might even catch you a little bit off guard, but it's like different ways you can do that. I know for me, like I'll play like a song in the background that's very sexy or sensual, literally just sexual mm-hmm. all up and down. Like you may play WAP in the background and channel that energy. Child, that that freaking song can be managed, used to do so much stuff. <laughs> when I saw the video, I was like, "Oh, okay." Yes. So they they added some like spiritual stuff in there because I know in like voodoo, I think in like Louisiana culture and stuff, um, they use snakes a lot because snakes is like considered like feminine energy, and I forgot the name. It just came out of my brain. Oh, I'm so upset. Oh my There's God. certain people who uh, worship like a snake god. It starts with a D, oh but God. I can't. I can't think of it. It I was a lady. Yeah, I feel like I know what you're talking about, and I can't get the the words out of my mouth. I know. Uh, you guys look it up. You guys Google it. I'm pretty sure they'll have the information on the internet somewhere. But, God, but I was like, that was so freaking they always have you noticed that like in most videos with women when they're doing something that calls them to be like really sensual or sexual they always pull in like the snake aspect yes 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 the snakes oh my gosh the snake is like collected connected to like your kundalini which kundalini Mm. oh my gosh like really honestly when you really start working like i'm in the process of awakening my kundalini 
Mm-hmm. But I've also learned that because my kund- it wouldn't be the first time my kundalini is waking. What I've realized and what I've noticed is that your kundalini ebbs and flows, which makes sense because your right. kundalini is extremely powerful. It's mm-hmm. it's a lot of power. Your your body as a human would not be able to deal with that all the time. Like as the rest of the chakras do, they ebb and flow because of life. Life just happens. Um, right. But it has so much power. We are able to tap into our like our primal. People say it's sexual, but it's all the primal energies, and we're able to transmute that into something that it serves the highest purpose or highest intentions, or we're able to assert boundaries and stuff of that nature. All of that comes into play. Mm-hmm. That is true. Now, let's. I guess let's focus on the solar plexus first. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I know I have a podcast on solar plexus where it's telling you, like, how to heal it and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But, like, for me, when I think about solar plexus, I kind of think of, like, the sun or sunflowers. Yes. Yes. You know, <laughs> like, things that make you feel genuinely happy about yourself. Yeah. So, I think, like, if you wanted to work with that chakra to help you manifest something, use that energy for, like something you want to change to make your life better or brighter right yes. mm-hmm. okay so i guess like you could use crystals that mm-hmm. correlate with that um chakra place and like you can put it there and you can speak out what it is that you want you can use candles that's the same color as that chakra mm-hmm. to help manifest things um even going outside and working with sun energy i think would be really helpful right yes yes definitely um i definitely saw um someone that like did like a solar plexus healing um spell where they use a yellow candle and what it was a lot of times like i i kind of like work like this too like i before i started calling things into me because i was experiencing issues where i was trying to manifest things and it wasn't just coming into fruition for me mm-hmm. and it was just i kept hitting roadblocks or setbacks and when i started healing all of those all of that I started to manifest what was not just highest like I guess you say purpose or my divine purpose it are it also set me up to be able to feel more confident feel deserving mm-hmm. um so like when I was healing my solar plexus I started doing I'm very big on like affirmations because um in like Egyptian or comedic spirituality um ancient mm-hmm. Egyptian um work which is called heka um it's like you your words have power and your words carry energy the egyptians believe everything you say carries power and it carries energy so the things that we say about ourselves ends up becoming us because we're willing that energy to be that um so with that energy um with calling things to you a lot of times um i've gotten into the habit of speaking more positively about myself even in moments where you know every now and then it's just like humans be like oh my god i'm dumb as shit for that or oh my god right, you'll have a little slip up <laughs> yeah and it's like it's okay you had a moment but you can't hold an iron sword to your throat and expect perfection out of yourself we have to give ourselves the space to just be human sometimes but then also work with that energy to get back into alignment so because as humans we just naturally ebb and flow one minute we're high one minute we're low it's all about being able to move forward because as we know healing is not linear right 
so when it comes to especially when um like the aspects of like our um our solar plexus which is all about defining yourself it's so beautiful and so good to um have affirmations when I was in college I started doing affirmations and what I would do was um take a yellow like um post-it because like I was supposed to use it for class and I really never really did so I was like let me use it for like spiritual stuff I don't think nobody ever really used post-its for class like we were supposed to yeah I was like what the hell is this for like I don't want this like I'm gonna lose it anyways (laughs) yes so exactly literally and I tried it before and I like lost it so I was like this is pointless I lost everything I needed so I stopped using it for that (laughs) so it was like I did it for about I think it was about god I can't remember it was quite a while I did it for like a couple of months where I really started using them to affirm myself and I really started having my awakening in 2012 and I always tell people to be very gentle with your um with your healing journey be patient because I've been there you know I awakened right. in 2012 and I began my healing journey and it was such a deep process of trying to heal every last thing that has had happened to me in my life and it was so traumatic that it took years to be able to completely heal that and at that time like in 2012 everybody was big on the law of attraction we really don't have yes we really don't have the information that we have today um so excessively about like healing your chakras and you know how to heal certain wounds like for instance is me being an lgbtq person there was not a lot of information about how to heal wounds and traumas that are specific to us especially as a black non-binary there was literally like no information for us to heal that so it took me quite a while to be able to heal those things and I just recently within the past um since 2016 started seeing an uptick in my healing process thank the goddess Isis oh that's so good see I want if you feel up to it um Let's, I want to talk about like some Egyptian like magic and goddesses and things of that sort because lately I've been really drawn to that and y- you really seem to know like a lot and I was like maybe you could like explain some stuff and help other people out because I know there's like a lot of people who want to work with like Egyptian goddesses but they don't really know how. Oh my gosh, I, this is my favorite topic. <laughs> Okay, great, because my sister, personally, my sister, she's very drawn to it. She looks Egyptian. Yes. Um, she loves uh, Isis and, like, many other um, deities. Me, personally, I like Anubis. I feel like he's my father, and I don't know why. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> father or husband, okay? One of the two. Oh, my gosh. I don't know. Anubis <laughs> has been on my butt lately, like... <laughs> Rudra, 
I guess is one of them you can say and then Lakini I guess is how you say their name mm. um, and Shakti Shakti is another um, one yeah. yes those are the three that came up mm. so if you want to look into those for your solar plexus they may be able to help you as well they even have some for the Egyptian gods although I don't remember it completely offhand because there's different theories you can work with like me knowing them I can literally pinpoint like okay you can definitely use this person for that one or this person for that one this god is a mm-hmm. god for this one or that one um I know when I was to be honest like when I was working on my sacral and my solar plexus I was using um Sekhmet oh okay that specific name comes up to me so much I'm not sure why. she could be calling out to you um Sekhmet is a very 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 fierce protector as she is a mother goddess um i don't know if i guess i'll explain what a mother goddess is a mother goddess is like she is considered to be like a very powerful almost like primordial energy um she's connected with hathor and isis so and um i know like in wicca they have the the maid the matron and the crone so they kind of fit that um whole like I guess you say concept or paradigm okay. Okay. because um, Hathor and Sekhmet are a lot of people don't know this but um, they're the same person <laughs> are you for real? yeah they're the same you know what that makes sense though that makes sense Hathor is the daughter of Ra and mm-hmm. the daughter of Ra at one point Hathor was the primordial and one point in um, uh, periodic um, age of Egypt where um, Hathor was the mother goddess she was like the primordial force and another time she was just and it was because literally she was um, the daughter of Ra so one day um, the Egyptians um, Ra was really upset with the Egyptians because they weren't honoring him they weren't giving anything and they were doing a lot of like hateful stuff Um, so they also were turning their backs against the gods so Ra said, okay, Hathor, my daughter, I want you to go down there and I want you to slip, you know, apologize. Mm-hmm. So he said, go forth and conquer. So Hathor went down to earth and then she went from being this beautiful woman that also can look like a cow at times into literally a lion, which we got segment. And Sekhmet is called the Eye of Ra or the Fire of Ra sometimes. I've even seen that before. And it's because she's so... She said one thing about Sekhmet and she is... Um, and I noticed, oh my gosh, I got on the bad side of Sekhmet one time. I think I tweeted one time. I was literally crying all day. That was the worst experience. Ooh. Don't ever. <laughs> Don't. Girl, I say that too. Just hearing you say yeah. that. Don't ever get on Sekhmet's bad side. <laughs> oh. <laughs> That you know what? That's kind of like Oshun too, though, because oh. you don't want to get on her bad side. Oh my god, it will beat your ass. Yes, it's so funny you mentioned her name. <laughs> oh, listen, I, they all be coming through to me. Yeah, I'm just like, hey, how y'all doing? Right. Oh my god, it's happening to me. So I'm like, okay, wait, 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 wait. It's a lot of y'all, damn it. <laughs> right. Like, oh my gosh. But yeah, so they're literally the same goddess, and Isis comes into play where she is connected with them because. 
she took the power away from Rob by stealing his secret name. And the reason why she Mm -hmm. took the power away from Rob is because at one point, Rob was said to be very oppressive to the Egyptians. And um, in order to free the Egyptians, Isis stole his name and took his Mm -hmm. secret name. And then she used it for herself and passed it along to Horus. Um, But how she did it, like, quick story. How she did it was one day... um, she poisoned Ra and um, he was like, oh my gosh, I'm so sick. And she was like, well, I can cure you. And he was like, oh, really? And she's like, yeah, just tell me your secret name. So he had to because he was like dying. So he told right. her his name and then that's how she became the goddess of 10,000 names and she's extremely fucking powerful. <laughs> that is really freaking cool, honestly. Yes, Isis is... Um, if you are uh like for me i'm a daughter of isis as well mm-hmm. a son of um osiris as being a child of isis or a daughter or son of isis a lot of times you'll discover that um people like that are really into um social justice issues they're healers they have maternal very maternal sides are very caring very nurturing and also um there's also peculiar things um dealing with like sex and sexuality with them um there's other really interesting things that comes into um being a child of isis it's very interesting damn i think i could possibly be then because mm -hmm. i i really love kids a lot (laughs) i don't like for anyone to be mistreated in any kind of way oh my god you most Um, definitely have to be because she literally is that first she's a she protects children and she protects the yeah. dead. She's literally um what so I almost got on a tangent, but yeah, like when she took his name, um, she became when I said the goddess of ten thousand names, I forgot to mention this part. When she became the goddess of ten thousand names, um, she encompassed all the Egyptian goddesses power, but all the Egyptian goddesses are also sisters to each other. So at any point, they're all kind Wow. It's very interesting. And there's a lot of, um, in the, uh, so there's, um, so there's two different, um, family, there's, di- well, not two, there's about quite a few different family branches, um, of the gods and the goddesses, but they're all connected and they all start from Ra or Atum. Um, Atum is also another, um, primordial creator deity as well. And there's also Kunu. He created mm-hmm. humans. Um, Atum, they say, created the universe. Um, and then we have the old god, who are the primordial force, who literally, that's where Atum came from. So the Egyptians, that was their way of explaining how everything came into existence in a very complex way, because how everything came into existence is very complex. <laughs> right. Yes. But um, thank you. That was cool. <laughs> you're welcome. Um, I was tell anyone um looking into working with the Neturu. Um, the Neturu are very, from my experience, um, the Neturu are very stern. They do not like you doing anything ill doing to other people. Do they do not like um acts of injustice? Um, they are literally the gods of justice. Um, Anubis literally sits at the scales with Maat. And if your heart is heavy with um, cruelty, evilness, um, wrongdoing, vengefulness, all those things, they you don't you're not able to cross pass into the afterlife, and then your heart is thrown to the goddess Amit, and Amit eats your heart. I think I've heard of her before. 
she's scary as fuck. <laughs> like, like, I bet, I she bet. But you know, scary. <laughs> she kind of reminds. Well, I mean, I've never, you know, met her or seen her or anything. But just hearing that kind of brought me back to like a scene with Aaliyah, the Queen of the Dam, where she ripped out that guy's heart and ate it. Yeah because he was trying to hurt someone she cared about mm-hmm. yeah solely because he was jealous mm-hmm. <laughs> they definitely incorporated those type things in there they snuck it in there um, yeah it's, oh my gosh i just ugh, i love egypt i'm such a nerd <laughs> hey it's fine i'm a nerd too i love different cultures especially like japanese culture and learning about it um my family has so many different things in it <laughs> like native american it's like three 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 different native americans and uh bloodlines in my family korean japanese black white dominican Puerto. i mean it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot yes love the diversity diversity is so beautiful <laughs> it really is and it should be more of it yes, yes definitely <laughs> but all right so let's go ahead and move on to um what is it called? Damn, I really just went blank. Sakura Chakra. There we go. Ooh, my favorite one. <laughs> so let's go ahead and move on there. Um, now, I feel like you can manifest a shit ton of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, when I think of Sakura Chakra, I think, like, love, um, confidence, maybe material stuff, too. Yeah. But I'm not entirely sure. I just intuitively got this. But, and I never thought of this before, but I heard luxury just now. Yes. Oh, you know what? You read my mind. You want to watch? Yeah. Okay. So I've been like, watching a lot of like high-end feminine uh, energy type of in uh, videos, right? Mm-hmm. On how to connect with your feminine energy. How to exude like a certain energy to bring luxury into your life and stuff right it's really interesting and i'm like no one said work with sacral chakra energy like did y'all forget (laughs) so that's really cool how do you think you can do it so i know when i was like working on my sacral chakra like for instance when i know when my sacral chakra really started to like get unclogged and just like awaken was when i really started to discover like my gender identity so it's very interesting i started to feel a lot more confident and like more comfortable in my skin because at one point i literally did not i guess i was just unaware of myself because i lived so many years being a chameleon um i was really unaware of myself so when i started like um being more non-binary and women like wearing like um quote-unquote women's clothes and stuff then I started to feel so powerful in that energy. And when you transmute that energy, it's such a magnet. It is such a magnet. Um, It really draws things to you. Um, So like a lot of times um, when I'm like, sometimes I don't actually use like actual like spell workings to manifest things. Um, Other times I really just use visualization and I channel that energy of that sexual energy that sacral primal like i'm a bad bitch energy like that type of energy it's like you channel that and you're able to call in certain things because you're in a place of feeling like i deserve this and i want it so give it (laughs) it's kind of like that's kind of like the sacral um energy and also i will highlight 
I guess but then I must because I'm sitting here well for one I'm sitting here <laughs> looking at my altar so and I said the net through so I'm pretty sure they're probably coming through right now and this is where this is coming from but um I okay so I'm being told that um to be cautious with your sacral energy because when it is okay <laughs> When it is overactive, it can cause a lot of um, misfortunate actions that can result in some um, just unhealthy habits. Um, it can bring about addictions. Um, right. So you can get addicted to like sex, um, alcohol, um, a number of things. Just very addicted to those anything that gives you pleasure because it's not balanced it can make you be very compulsive with it like oh my gosh let's see one for myself because i feel like i've experienced this before (laughs) (laughs) we all probably have to be honest yeah i think it can be different things like um oh gosh okay thank you thank you (laughs) that was isis i know that was isis codependency can come from there as well um when you get overly attached to the sensation of love when you get overly attached i'm learning something new right now because i never never thought about this but right you when you get over attached to the sensation of love or the sensation of sex those energies are very powerful and a lot of times we think wow i'm learning so much right now a lot of times we um attach to that energy because it gives such a strong pleasure and you think about Mm -hmm. it like your body has dopamine and like serotonin and those are like releases of like i think believe um one or both of them release like uh pleasure energies or happy energies and stuff like that like chemical reactions so when they become when you're becoming really really just obsessive with something it's a lot of times you're rooting your sacral chakra um, your sacral can be overactive because you're just constantly looking for that 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 um, that instant gratification or something. Yeah, or satis- satisfaction. Yeah, that instant satisfaction stuff. Even if it's to our own detriment. Like, oh my God, here we go. I just remember. So this is so small, but it's the perfect example. When I was in college, oh my God, I actually not even just in college because I I just renewed, started weaning off of this problem, even though I just had it tonight. But I had a crazy Pepsi addiction. Crazy Pepsi addiction. I love Pepsi. I would drink Pepsi afternoon. I would literally drink it from after breakfast to night. Like, I would just, to keep me up. And it was just like, I love Pepsi. So I can drink it as much as I want. And I'm like, I was in college and when I was a kid, my parents didn't let me drink soda all the time like that. Because they were like, you're not messing up the seat that we just, um, you know, got your braces on and stuff. You're not doing that. And I was, and I got to college and I was like, guess what I'm doing? I'm doing that, okay? <laughs> but I'm doing that. So it was like, I started drinking Pepsi all the time and I paid for it because then I got cavities, my teeth got weakened. It's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. I know. Yeah. I think like with me, one of the addictions that I had was, well, I don't know. I feel like it was kind of created over time. Mm. Um, was... Because it's kind of two different things, right? Mm-hmm. So at some times I would eat so much food and wouldn't know why, right? Mm-hmm. And then other times 
I would get so wrapped up about eating so much that I wouldn't eat anything at all. Oh, wow. Like, through my childhood. Yeah. Like, I went through a period of damn near starvation. Oh, wow. And being forced fed. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, because I was like, I think I had still got body dysmorphia. So, I never really see what I truly look like. <laughs> so, that is one thing that I am working with to let go of. It's so funny you say that. Because, like, I'm experiencing gender dysphoria. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, so, like, um, a lot, I've been working to heal that. And a lot of it is with, like, sacral definitely helps with that. Because sometimes it can be under... Um, <laughs> reactive or non-reactive I don't know how to say that but um <clears throat> I don't realize I don't know like I don't know the um the experiences of body dysmorphia um so and for me but it's just like you get this feeling that you're not completely comfortable in your skin well yeah it's that and it's kind of like when you look at yourself it's like you see everything exaggerated is the best way I can explain it. So oh my like, god, that's similar to gender dysphoria because everyone's like, I'll see like masculine, very masculine features on me. I'm like, girl, like this is not, this is not what we want. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what it is. Yep. And then like, so what I kind of have uh, noticed about like other people, I think everybody has a little bit of body dysmorphia. You're just not aware of it, right? Yeah. So like some people let's say you get like this really beautiful person right and they constantly think they are ugly you know side note i, I just want you to know you're a very beautiful person ah thank you you <laughs> really are like every time i see your face i'm like oh my gosh she is so gorgeous <laughs> see and I'd, I'd be like should i post this picture because i'm looking kind of funny you no. know kind of, so that's how i'd be thinking so like i really be about to cry when people be like oh you're so pretty because i don't yes you are so beautiful like i love your eyes your eyes you have such a very magnetic um look to you and it's very alluring and it's like it it's like it makes you pay and like you're very beautiful wow you're gonna make me cry i don't want to cry on the podcast thank you (laughs) you're really beautiful too oh thank you thank you you really are because that wasn't the only thing that drew me to you but like when I saw like your picture for the first time, I think like when you have followed me, mm-hmm. um, I was like, whoa, okay, come, this powerful first of all, and then I saw your picture. I was like, whoa, they look like Storm. Like literally, that's the first thing I said is, wow, they look like Storm. And then I followed you back, and I was like, wow, their messages is really bitch slapping me. I love it. <laughs> and then, like you kept talking about Egyptian stuff and it drew me even more to you because you always use Egyptian um what is it called? Gifs? Gifs? Hieroglyphs. Mm-hmm. I like that. So I was like, I love them. And then on top of that, you're like a really sweet heart. So oh, thank you so that much. makes it all the better. <laughs> yeah, so are you. I I love your energy, love your especially your messages be hitting me i'm like uh like, really yes especially like recently it was um i forgot it was some message dealing with like 444 and i kept seeing 444 and i was like uh, now can y'all leave me alone like i'm trying to like be somewhere else with my brain right now here you go making me listen like come on now <laughs> I, you know what i think 444 is that ancestor number 
because I really feel like whenever you see that, that's your ancestors specifically telling you, get your ass in here and talk to me, or I'm about to beat your ass, you know you ain't supposed to be doing that. Like, whenever I see it, my heart stops. I'm like, oh, God. Okay, I'm coming. You know, <laughs> kind of thing. Mm. So it's I so feel like it's... You say that because, like, lately, like, it, for me, it used to be like, okay, you need to get your ass in bed and you need to go to sleep. Or you need to make mm-hmm. time for yourself. Lately, it's been, um, for me, it's like, I learned that when Anubis was like, I'm trying to install my wig and I see his ass standing at the door, like, oh, I would drop on the floor right there. Yes, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. wait. I cannot what why are we here right now like I'm trying to I'm trying to do what y'all used to do back in the day and put a wig on like come on what is happening you know what I'm probably get in trouble if I see the new because case I'm goofy and I see him like oh so you finally come here how you doing <laughs> you can beat me up and I'm like okay I'm sorry I, I won't know. do it anymore Here's the thing, like, it's so interesting. The Nataru are very serious, but at the same time, they can be very hilarious. <laughs> they can be very hilarious. Um, they're very good for, like, um, I I'm, I made a tweet one day, and it caused a lot of controversy, but I really meant what I said when, <laughs> when I said, I said, sometimes the divine will lie to you, because I know mm-hmm. my experiences they'll lie to me okay Mm -hmm. to protect me and the my at least my gods my gods are the ones that conceal they will conceal from you especially isis she will conceal from you if you're not ready for something or it's not yet for time for something to be revealed and it's all done in your protection so lying to you we look at lying as being a bad thing but lying actually a, a lot of things are very um i I don't know. Maybe you can relate. Your your spirit, guys, is all through there. Because you know what? It's messing up the microphone. I can hear it. Yes. And it was like, I just, you know what? Let me, because it was like, oh my gosh, why is this? It was also, I just got a thing on Twitter notification on top of that. And it's 1222. Yes. Yeah. So they're definitely here. I I definitely feel like the altar is right here. And I have, um, a candle lit for Chadwick Boseman. Mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, and I also I'm like sitting here looking at them. I'm just feeling like this has actually been all day. I kind of like a Ricky healing earlier, and like I as I'm doing a Ricky healing, I was like, he's healing me. Shout out to Jordan, amazing. Um, I can't remember his ad name, but <laughs> Jordan is absolutely amazing. So while he's doing his Ricky healing, I'm like feeling my guide stroll up, and I'm like what's going on I was like mm-hmm. I'm like I'm feeling their presence I'm like y'all are you set this up and y'all are like working with him to do what you wanted him to do why do y'all always do this <laughs> <laughs> because they had to I guess they was preparing people for you know things like this like my day started out cruddy oh, okay man. not even crappy it was cruddy and <laughs> like I woke up I hit my toe on something really hard, and I thought I broke it. Oh my god! I exactly. was <laughs> I was so upset. And then, like, 
I don't know what happened, but something happened later on, and I was mad. And then, like, I almost dropped my MacBook and broke that. And I was like, oh, my God, what is, what is this? Like, I was just frustrated all damn day. And then, like, I saged myself, and I wore, like, my Rainforest uh, Jasper, which is really good for, like, getting you happy, loving type of vibes. So it made me feel better. And then, like, I, first time I get back on Twitter to say, hey, guys, what's up? Boom. I was like, are you, what? Mm. Yeah. That's the energy like, has been weird, too. Like, these uh, last two days. Don't tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's just, today, like, my day started off, like, pretty good. But then, like, literally, as soon as I got on Twitter, I was like, Oh my gosh, seeing that news about Chadwick Boseman, it just was like, I, it was just, oh my God, it's so heartbreaking, you know? So much. 2020, I don't, it's like, oh my gosh, I really thought I was like, 2020, we're going to miss this. 2020 is going to be lit. Right? <laughs> and boom. I was like, okay, I guess when they said the age of careers, they just said it was coming, but they never said it wasn't going to come without mm-hmm. um, bullshit. <laughs> But I don't know. You know what? I'm not even going to say that this was a bad year. I'm going to say a lot of eye-opening, crazy shit happened this year. Very true. But it was it was necessary for it to happen. Unfortunately, you know, lives were taken. Um, But I, I feel like it was to teach people. You need to wake up and really pay attention to what's going on because we have the power to change stuff. Right, exactly, exactly. You said it perfectly because we really do. And I remember I channeled a message a little while ago and I said, oh my gosh, well, I can't forget exactly what the messages were. And I said, certain things are going to happen right in front of your face, but everybody's going to be so distracted from everything else that they're not going to see what's happening. Mm -hmm. And literally I'm seeing that come into fruition where people are not taking a virus seriously they're not really taking um the this the every the Trump and everything seriously like all of this stuff is seriously and directly impacts our world and if we do not find that power within ourselves to stand up to those the, the powers that be then there's a lot of things that we're going to continue experiencing because we haven't found our strength to stand up for what is right. Right. And especially when it comes to things dealing with the pandemic and stuff. A lot of people, when we're talking about sacral chakras being overactive, so many are, yes, so many of us are so obsessed um, with material possessions and we're so obsessed with and so programmed to going about normal patterns every day that we're so obsessed with these things that when it is time for us in the root chakra to be grounded in the moment, mm-hmm. to be grounded, to see everything as it is and see what's happening in our world, we can't because we're blinded. Who and people are so attracted uh, just negative energies because yeah. obsession be such a negative energy can be so negative I think that is a lot of what we're dealing with now a lot of people are also just a lot of people 
the things that they're used to doing to run away from their problems, they're, they're, they're overindulging in it now because it gives them that serotonin or that dopamine. I can't, I don't know which one is which still, but it gives you that, <laughs> that, um, <laughs> that, that sensation. And people are just so programmed to think that it's really unfortunate. But if we do not wake up, and make these changes. It's gonna be some very rocky changes that take place because certain things do not have to happen. And I've been channeling certain things that for me, I'm like, I sometimes I'll not even lie. Sometimes when my channel messages, I'm like, I think this is gonna happen, but I'm not sure. But a lot of times they do happen. And there's some of my channel messages that I do know that are going to happen and things that I've predicted. And we really, as a people, really need to understand the concept of unity and finding our power as um, marginalized people and understanding diversity and the unity because we cannot, we cannot change this world if we stay. We cannot be able to overcome um, the darknesses of this world if we are too jaded or scared Mm -hmm. that is true and i know like also like some people can indulge in stuff but then there's like other people who don't have anywhere to run or anything to distract them from their issues so they're being forced to see shit for what it is and i think Mm -hmm. that's happening with a lot of people right now you're being forced it's like how do how do i want to say it's like okay so imagine that your eyes have been sewn shut for years right you've just been <laughs> you've just been walking around <laughs> with your high clothes this entire time like you know you got the hang of things because you do the same thing over and over again right but now you have been strapped down to like a chair you can't go anywhere you have to sit in the same spot right things are different now and little by little you feel those stitches falling out and you feel your eyes being peeled open to see the truth and it hurts and it's uncomfortable but you need it yes that's why a lot of people feel so uncomfortable that's why a lot of people are like um starting trouble and drama because they they're being forced to see shit they don't want to see so if i create this drama then i ain't gotta focus on me hello no you're still gonna have to focus on you then you're gonna have to deal with the bullshit of whatever you created Really? <laughs> you can't get away from it <laughs> you preach it baby <laughs> yeah it's just like people really just need to understand that if you want things to change if you want things to get better you gotta be the change that you want yes and I say yes. that over and over on Twitter be the change you want mm-hmm. if you want change you gotta be the change like all the time I say it and <laughs> I feel like people really need to just really start doing so and like if you don't understand something ask questions you know ask yes. about it get information about it don't just shun it because you don't understand it like with me there's so many different uh I guess genders or identities out there and I don't know mm-hmm. all of them so like mm-hmm when I accidentally call somebody a he and they don't want to be called that, I'm like, I'm sorry, I, I didn't know. I didn't mean any offense. You know, like, I get all upset and shaky because I'm, like, not trying yeah. to offend people. But it's so hard to remember. 
Yeah, and honestly, I can understand because, like, for longest, and I'm non-binary, but um, it's taken me for the longest to be able to use um, they pronouns appropriately. It's fairly hard, but um, I think patience is very much so needed because even for us who are um, LGBTQ, um, we a lot of times. Um, are still learning ourselves and we have to unpackage heteronormativity. Heteronormativity is a culture that we've all been indoctrinated in and we're all trying to come out of that. It's the same with sexism and racism, all the things. If someone is not meaning to get out of malice, then education is key. It is when it is in malice. (laughs) Do we, I'm going to rip your head off because let me tell you something. I can, let's put it this way. I can be very hostile or I can be very (laughs) segmented. And when it comes to like things like protecting um, gender identity and sh- protecting like um, the color of our skin and protecting those things is very important. But we also have to know, be able to use the discernment to know when someone is not doing that out of malice. Because um, a lot of times um, people just don't know. There's a lot of so much miseducation. If we think about this world is a matrix. And a lot of us are so brainwashed. Mm-hmm. And even the, those of us that are enlightened were brainwashed. I, can, I will be the first to tell you, there's still, still some things that I'm unlearning um, from social conditioning. Is we all are have to hold ourselves accountable and no one should think that they're so above that they don't have something to unlearn. Yeah, that is true. There's so many of us, especially here in America, we're so very privileged. Hence the reason why we're running around this whole goddamn country acting like we ain't got no sense. (laughs) (laughs) Hence the reason. They're so privileged. We've never had to deal with something like this. Mm -hmm. And our privileges, um, we we say certain things and I realize a lot of times we say it and we're not thinking and I'm guilty of it as well. We say things and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, somebody over here in this country does not have that religion. I'm seeing this from this place of entitlement of things that should be done when someone else may not have the the same access to do those things or the same access to that information. So it's like we can't be judgmental. One thing that um, (laughs) it's so funny that a lot of my life lessons are coming out right now. (laughs) But um, I I when I was healing with um, Osiris, um, and we were I, we were dealing with resentment. And one thing about my shadow side that I've worked with is that, and this is why I tell people to do shadow work so you become aware of it and you can be able to have control over it. Me, when I am scorned, I can be very vengeful, and I have no shame in saying that. That doesn't mean I actually go out and do revenge. I just know the cape the. Um, what I am capable of and I know that it's not conducive to um, other like it's not conducive to helping other people or helping myself so it's like there's a thin line between protecting yourself and vengeance or also resentment I'm a Scorpio so (laughs) are you for real yeah I'm a Scorpio you know what you must be a unicorn who me yes you know why how? Because I think in a past life of mine, I must have like gotten killed by a Scorpio, and that's why in this life I don't fuck with it. 
but you I love you I don't know that I didn't even know you were a Scorpio wow it's, you're a unicorn that's what it is oh my god I think it's because my moon sign is cancer it really calms me down mm-hmm. like literally the nurturing side aspect of me um so like for instance even I am I will definitely I have no shame in learning from other religions so like with Christianity even though I'm not Christian I haven't been for a very long time mm-hmm. I there are still certain lessons that do resonate um and one thing I always try to remind myself is when Jesus said um forgive them for they know not what they do right. a lot of people don't really know what they're doing and it's like I'm human so I'll try to educate you but after a while I might just end up cussing you out (laughs) but I'm not going to hold an iron sword to your throat um, and carry that energy of resentment or bitterness or whatever that is I'm gonna I I have to defend myself and I also will call it as as, I'll say it is what it is you're gonna get what you get but at the end of the day I look at you not being human because as humans uh, you could you can grow and you can change from it and everyone is um worthy of forgiveness everyone is worthy of understanding but um i wanted to say some hateful stuff just now yeah girl trust me because let me tell you (laughs) yes and it's like and honestly and this is why i say when it comes to and i've learned this from segment oh it's okay to stand up for yourself (laughs) <laughs> it, really it is okay it is okay it, it's sometimes you got a lot of bitch now okay you got the wrong one sometimes you just got a lot of bitch now but let me tell you something okay <laughs> that is not gonna fly okay sometimes you gotta do that and unfortunately um sometimes you gotta release fire on people for people to learn shoot the divine releases firing on us when we do things <laughs> like Yes, but at the same time, we're still given the space to still grow as people. And that's what I do. I still hold space for people to grow. Um, I don't hold resentment towards anyone. But if you come at me the wrong way, <laughs> I love that. <laughs> we will get this segment side. But yes. it's, it's, I feel that it's very um, essential for us as humans to be able to accept the duality of being inside mm-hmm. flesh um, it's very essential to do that but we also know it's, we're alchemists everyone is an alchemist and when we learn how to work with our own energies and understand what that looks like in place of um, universal law and truth we can become in balance and keep one foot in the physical world and keep one foot in the spiritual world yeah and I feel like that's another way of how you manifest as well having the balance like the magician actually the card the tarot card the magician literally an alchemist you know like you are connected to the spiritual realm you get messages sent down from your crown chakra you use all your other chakras and what you have in front of you all your tools and stuff to help you cultivate i guess or Oh my gosh, can I just say, I don't, I can't remember, I just remember when it popped up on my timeline, but whoever started using, the, like, me cultivating, like, mm-hmm. I guess the thing, mm-hmm. thank you, because, like, it fits so perfectly, mm-hmm. able to say manifest and cultivate, because you can use them for different things, when we're trying mm-hmm. to manifest, we can say cultivate, if we want things to manifest, you can literally use them kind of like energy, I 
really enjoy that we'll word. Get, we'll get Jada, I think. I don't, honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> I don't either, because like, I, I asked her something about some like, vegan lobster or something. And uh, I saw her, like, uh, bio, she says, like, I don't claim, I cultivate. And I was like, did she create this? Was this her? Mm-hmm. But I'm not sure who came up with it. I just seen it randomly pop up on my timeline. This is like, I cultivate this. I'm like, what is that? Yeah, yes. I'm not even gonna lie. At first, I was like, "Man, what is this?" But then I was like, "Wait!" <laughs> I was like, "I like this." <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. Like with a lot of things, I'm a person I question things before I take on to it. So I was like, "Wait, what is this?" And then after I realized, I was like, "Oh wow, this. Oh wait, this is what they're doing." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like another way of saying like I create. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. Yes. Yes, and it's like you can, and speaking of like solar plexus energy, is mm-hmm. you could definitely use that when like from your gut. Yes, <laughs> Say it from that space. I cultivate this. Yes, yes. Like, I cultivate this. This is mine. Right. I love it. I love the fierceness of it. Okay, guys. So wrapping back around to the sapphire chocolate. Okay, we went on a whole t- tangent. I hope you enjoyed it. Listen, so yeah. <laughs> the goddess you can work with for your sapphire Aphrodite, okay. Mm-hmm. I also think like you could possibly work with Ocean, but I would use her more for like solar plexus. Well, you can use her for both actually because she likes yellow and I think she mm-hmm. also likes orangey type of colors, so you can work with her for both. Um, just be very respectful when talking to her, okay? Because oh, yes, if, if you're not, she will knock your head off. Respect you. Like, okay. Just, Let me tell just, you. <laughs> yes, the loa are nothing to play with. Okay, the loa and the netheru, girl. <laughs> I'm trying to save your life. Okay. <laughs> Be respectful. Um, yeah. But yeah, you can use her. You can use Aphrodite because she's like good for like love and all kinds of things of that sort. Um, connecting with feminine energy. Uh, Aphrodite, great for that too. Um, honestly, it's something with the sun for me. So I feel like for these two so the, these two solar plexus, no, for these two chocolates, <laughs> going outside, dancing around, and asking Mother Gaia, all the elementals, and especially the element of fire and the sun to help you cultivate something into your life it's gonna work yes. wonders for you yes i felt the energy of you talking about that is so beautiful like it just made me want to go do that tomorrow i think i am do it <laughs> and tell me how you feel because like i've been taking like walks um for like root chakra for like grounding mm-hmm. so it was so interesting that you said that because i felt like it was such a perfect like mesh but I definitely like I learned it like being and like you know walking and it's it's very grounding when you're feeling your feet touch the ground and you're releasing it's it's very grounding also you know you guys can use um let me see crystals for the solar plexus that y'all can use to help the citrine 
yes, citrine, chameleon, um, calcite, sunstone, amber. Oh my god, amber is beautiful. If you can find amber, use amber and pair it with citrine. The power that will come out of that. (laughs) Tiger's eye and wood. I think petrified wood is good too. So you can use that. And petrified wood is great. Like wood in general is great to have on you for um, grounding. Wow. I'm learning. (laughs) Yeah. I see. I'm one of those herbal witches. I love herbs Uh, and the earth. Me too. Yes. I was jealous. I'll go outside and find like little herbs and flowers and stuff. Put them in baggies and like use it for all kinds of stuff. And you know what it is? It's the it's the it's the let's put it this way, it's the nigga in us. <laughs> <laughs> you probably that, you probably that root working, it's in, it's in us. Voodoo, voodoo, all of that. That is true. And then on top of that, I'm a Virgo, so I like really love the earth a lot. Oh yes. I love Virgos. No wonder why I'm messing with you. My best friend is Virgo. Yes. Uh See, people don't like Virgos. Just like most people don't really fuck with Scorpios or Leos. You know, Scorpios, honestly, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not going to lie. Scorpios can be a coin toss. I'm not even going to lie. Even with me as a Scorpio, there are times where I do not mesh with other Scorpios. There's only, Mm -hmm. I think there's but one person is another best friend of mine that I mesh with. A lot of times, me and other Scorpios do not mesh. <laughs> like, Scorpios can be very, um, very traitorous. Um, Scorpio, uh, like, mean, like, very, very mean. Scorpios can be very mean. And I notice with myself, if I'm moody, I can be very mean. So, a lot of times, I isolate. When I'm just in a mood where it's like, I could snap somebody's head off because I woke up on the wrong side of the bed, I'm going to stay in my room. Right, right. So it's go like, ahead. go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> but like, Scorpios can be like, Scorpios, it, it's a coin toss. <laughs> I think for me, like the sun, Scorpio sun, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay with them. Okay, but like Scorpio moon is kind of where I start seeing like some issues with them oh. and I and I don't necessarily know what it is that I'm not causes gonna really... that yeah I don't know what it is but see like what I've also noticed is like if it's a like a Leo mm-hmm. in the, the big three and a Scorpio in it too in the big three those those are the ones I'm just like I don't know <laughs> them personalities is too strong yeah I think what it is is they're really yeah, because honestly, being a Scorpio is so intense. It really is, but y'all are actually pretty cool. I think it's more so Scorpio men that I don't really like that much. Now that, let yeah, me tell you, girl, love story time. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to someone, it wasn't even anything serious, but oh my gosh, he was an example of a Scorpio that like, it was like an in always mesh and then there's always something and he he was very reckless with his like the things he said he was just like very out of yeah they just don't care about other people's like feelings and but they're so sensitive themselves Mm -hmm. and 
he was just very reckless and just a very rude and mean person so girl he had to go of course (laughs) but like you were saying like with some Virgos like I can't really tolerate them that much either Virgo men I you know what I don't know many Virgo men to be honest girl I've only like (laughs) met like uh, Virgo women I haven't really found that many Virgo men I know one I love Virgo women I've, every time I've come across a Virgo man, that is also a coin toss one too. Um, <clears throat> I will say I've met more Scorpio men that had the nasty personalities, but I've met Virgo men who are very like they're very cocky. A lot of actually, a lot of Earth sign men are very cocky. I've, I've come to realize, in my experiences at least, um, they've been very cocky, and I'm like, what? Like. Aren't you, the earth Damn. is supposed to be earth and cool and chill like what that's what I was thinking laid back when I think earth I'm thinking laid back oh my god are they they're laid back but oh my gosh the egos are huge yes. I didn't even know that to be honest yes they're so huge and the one thing that people do not know about um, earth men is that oh my god the tempers Yeah, you know what I was about to say? I was like, I even know Virgo women who have really bad symptoms. Mm-hmm. It's like, once y'all go off, it's like... It's, it's no top. Like, I was like, I thought you was an angel. You turned into the devil real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you turned into the past the devil. That's the thing. Yes. Hulk smash. Like... <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then it don't help having like a fire moon. I have one Scorpio placement in my entire chart. One. Really? Which um placement? I don't even know. I gotta look real quick <laughs> to be honest. Girl, but, yeah. I, mean, I don't be remembering mine either. <laughs> but I just could not freaking believe it. I'll tell you when we get off of um, the podcast. I'll tell you because I gotta find it. It's gonna okay. take a minute to look up my birth chart again. But I was like, really? One? And I think I'm like a I believe an Aquarius Mars. Mm-hmm. I, I think. I, mean, I heard I, something I, about Aquarius Mars people being very um, having a strong impact on society or culture or their community. I believe it was I believe it was Aquarius Mars. I, if I'm not mistaken, I could be wrong. Look, I'm not an astrologist, but <laughs> either. But I'd be reading about astrology here and there. You know what I'm saying? It's interesting. Yes. The nuts are rude. They said that it was like you need to start looking to astrology, and I was like, I don't think so because that. <laughs> I'm like, come on, like no, astrology is very like. Um, intensive um so it was just like oh my gosh I don't really feel like doing this (laughs) I I just been really getting into everything about the universe because aren't all the answers are there for you yes you just have to really look for them Mm -hmm. and I think that's a big issue Yeah. 
and and that's a lot of people are like that and a lot of people have um i think the problem is and um i've come across this a lot um working with clients a lot of people do not have that belief in themselves a lot of people have a savior complex because we've all been and i know i've had one and honestly i still deal with with it there at times like i'll like catch myself being like oh my gosh like oh my you're you're just amazing (laughs) and it's like it's like wait 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 bring it back bring it back bring it back and it's just like this is a human that is just very knowledgeable in what they do or this person is this that and third but it's like I get this concept like oh my gosh save me and I'm like wait what the hell is wrong with you get a grip yeah and it's like it's so easy to do we all just have Okay, so let's let me go ahead and ask you since you are a reader. Um, do you get like people just asking the same question in different ways? Oh, child, yes. Because <laughs> I thought I was like the only person cool and asking it, and I wanted to understand why do they do that? I do think. They... Oh, go ahead. <laughs> do they do they think like? If you ask it in a different way, you get a different answer. You know, I've realized, um, I've realized, especially people, I think of people um, contact with anyone who really gives them service. But I think a lot of times they think we're just like a machine. Mm-hmm. And it's like, insert the quarter and you're going to pump out these answers from me. And it's like, girl, I'm human and I have an energy tax. Hello. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times people... <clears throat> when they're in denial about something they, they're like if I can ask it like this it's gonna come out like that and it's like you have to come into acceptance um whatever the answer you get and one thing my mom says all the time she says don't go looking for something you're not ready to find to know the truth about um and that's very key because a lot of times and it's okay to you know somebody saying okay I'm productive or something but sometimes it's good to be a little in the dark for a little bit you may not be ready for that truth it's, it's okay I've been there quite a few times, but it's like, we think we're ready. Even with me, like, oh my gosh, I'm so intuitive. Um, But like, there's, and I don't mean it like that. Oh my God, this thing was so cocky, but I don't mean it like that. (laughs) But it's like, it's because I'm in my head, I'm thinking about something else. But like, I literally had um, a reading where someone said, like, where my guys were like, you're too intuitive for your own damn good. And I've had, I had all these blocks and stuff and it was just like, you know, I thought I was wrong, but I was right. But it was just like, and oh my gosh, I'm losing my train of thought. I'm a little ADD, I'm sorry. (laughs) That's why that just happened. This is going to be entertaining to everybody. Yes! (laughs) Oh my gosh, I hate when that happens. Like, (laughs) I was like, oh gosh, I hope they don't think like I'm a bitch now. Because like, that's not what I meant to say. No, no. The people that that watch or listen to this, they absolutely just like hearing people will talk about certain things because mm-hmm. we might not realize it, but we might be helping somebody out there who was thinking about certain stuff at certain times. You know what I'm saying? It's like accurate, right? So I don't get upset if like we venture off to a different topic and then come back to the same topic and then venture off again because that's just how a conversation happens yeah and yeah the listener is like included in the conversation because like 
you might they might think about something and we start talking about it and they'd be like oh my god i was just thinking that you know that's very true that's very true i just i was like damn why did that come out like that it was so weird like i'm so into it like what but (laughs) but i had um i had a reading and i know sometimes with my intuition like sometimes i'm picking this is what i meant to say (laughs) but sometimes when i'm picking up on certain things with my intuition and i'm like not ready for it it gives me so much anxiety and so it makes me so panicky and I think a lot of times when I got that reading, it was part of that. It was like, you're too intuitive for your own damn good. There's certain things that, like, I'll pick up on and it's like, okay, I wish I didn't know this. <laughs> but it's just like, it, it's one thing, like, my mom's like, don't go looking for something you're not ready for. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I feel like that's what some people tend to do. Um, let's talk about releasing, okay? Because I gave a general reading today and essentially, saying sort of the same thing like stop worrying about stuff in the future worry about right now learn how to release like fears and anxiety and all that kind of things Mm -hmm. so that you can just have clarity on the moment that you're trying to focus on yeah if you release that kind of heaviness that you have in your soul right now you will be able to just raise your vibration to be a little more happy by you switching that on you will bring more blessings to yourself that will go into the future with you yes the the beautiful the the key the the key of the the detach what is it called the key of detachment or something like that Mm -hmm. but detachment is key what the hell is wrong with me (laughs) but detachment is and like um, I've been learning that for myself lately with just surrendering. Like a lot of times we get so attached to like our expectations or things that we want or things that we wish. And I've been really learning the art of surrendering and just being like, look, it is what it is. It's going to come. Like, <laughs> we're just going to stay here in the now. And I know for just from personal experience, like when you release that, the burdens of anxiety and stress and just surrender all of that over it makes you so like oh my gosh you just want to be like oof I feel good like (laughs) yes that's the song I was just thinking about yeah yes I wanted this in you but I was like wait you get it I was like I hope somebody gets it (laughs) yes but yeah it just feels so good when you surrender and when you let go especially like um for like I will say like when I graduated college um I had experienced like post-grad depression and it gave me anxiety and I never had anxiety before it was just like I was very I was more nonchalant in my undergrad than now like well I feel like now I'm more grounded now way more grounded now but oh my gosh the first couple of years I was like it was rough it was rough I got so anxious it was impacting me like in the workplace like I was getting so anxious mm-hmm. and I was like when I got so anxious and, I, and thank god I don't experience this anymore it was crazy but I would get so anxious that I could not think and I've been there yeah and it's like um when I I know this for a lot of times with my clients I noticed that and I, I just like I relate and it's like my heart goes out to you because I like I really understand I really relate when you just can't think and it's just like I just you know maybe uh, and I will tell people this as well a lot of times like like going back to what I said don't go look for something you're not ready for 
Um, sometimes getting a reading might fuck up your anxiety. I'm not even gonna lie. It does okay. with me sometimes because I was not ready for that. It makes me anxious. And when I get anxious, I start pacing and I like, I it's like, I'm a little ADD. So it really kicks in the gear. I can't focus on anything. Like somebody will be talking to me and I'll be like, wait, wait what <laughs> right so it's that's just how like, I was too yeah yeah and it's just um knowing when you're ready for something and when you're not or sometimes we take leaps of faith that we haven't built up everything within us to take that leap of faith a lot of times people are like go ahead jump girl they may not be ready to take that leap of faith okay <laughs> don't tell don't say that let, let them um marinate and you know get their their strength together and then tell them the jump because sometimes if they jump even if everything is right you have people who have like anxiety issues um like real anxiety disorders that if they take that leap of faith it may really impact them so it's even it's like i rarely tell people to just take a leap of faith i'm like look okay so before you do that you're gonna have to work on this that and the third then take that leap of faith don't take too long now but get yourself together so you can get what you need get yourself together get ready (laughs) but yeah so i agree and you gave out some messages that i'm pretty sure some people needed to hear with just explaining what you went through now what i'm gonna say is like whenever you have like anxiety you want to get to a place, if possible, where it's quiet and really focus on just taking deep breaths. Um, what used to help me is focusing on a small thing across the room and not focusing on anything else but that while taking deep breaths and saying, I am fine, I am calm, over and over in my head. And slowly I would calm down. So I looked it up while I was talking. Um, I am a Scorpio. Where is it? Scorpio and Pluto. Oh yes. Yes. I think I am too. Really? I if I'm not. You know what? Or maybe it's Aquarius. You know what? Aquarius is in Saturn. Look it up, and I'm going to. (laughs) You know. But go ahead and say where your um all your information is again. And I just want to say like thank you so much for agreeing to do a podcast with me. I enjoyed this so much. Like it was so much fun. Yes, this was a lot of fun. I'm glad. Oh my gosh, we've been playing this forever. I'm so glad. (laughs) (laughs) We finally did it. (laughs) Yes. Yes. But um, let's see. What's my information? <laughs> um. Oh, so you can follow me at Queen Oracle Q I N G Oracle O R A C L E. Um. So you can follow me there. Um. If you DM me for business inquiries, um, I try to get to them as soon as soon as possible. I do get a lot of messages, so like I do work through a lot of people. So just be a little patient with me. <laughs> be a little patient and I'll get to you like literally as soon as possible um but yeah and check out you know my messages and stuff and see if something resonates with you it will it'll resonate I'm gonna tell you right now it'll resonate y'all follow follow right now 
I'm so glad. I really enjoyed this tonight. I really enjoyed talking to you. Like, oh my gosh, it felt like we were talking on the phone. <laughs> I know, right? It was fun. I love doing podcasts with people because not only does it give you a chance to like put your stuff out there and give your perspective and help people, but you teach me stuff too. Like, you taught me a lot. Yeah, girl, you taught me a lot, too, because I didn't know anything about the, the using petrified wood for anything. I was just like, I thought it was just wood. Like, I mean, I know it has energy, wow, but, like, I never talked to it. You should carry it with you and stay grounded, okay? Yes, I didn't even think to use it. I was just like, okay. <laughs> like, but you said it. I'm like, oh, my God, that makes hell of a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. But, yes, I enjoyed talking to you. I love talking to you. And hopefully we can do another podcast soon. Yes, definitely. I will. Yeah, we're definitely going to figure it out because I know we're both very busy people, so I completely understand. Yes, but we will. We will get it done. Yes. All right. Have a great rest of your night, and thank you again. Thank you. You too. Have a beautiful night, and well, I'll say have a good weekend to all your followers. I don't know when you're going to post this, but oh, I'm about to post this now. Oh yeah, so. Um, have a great weekend, guys, and peace and blessings to you all, especially you, Goddess. Thank you for having me. You're welcome, babe. Yeah. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs>